What is up, Triple Cross Podcast fans? We are back at it again. I'm Matt. That's Casey. We're talking baseball. We'll be back in 30 to get right into it. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast Baseball Edition. I have my main guy, Casey, with us today. Casey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I know the NFL draft. I know you're a big NFL guy. I know it just happened. Tell me, tell, drop some knowledge. Drop some NFL knowledge on the baseball show. Uh, I want to hear hmm. your, uh, your big, big key takeaways. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of give, I'll dangle like one, maybe. I'm going to save okay. some for uh, for a uh, first, or I guess second NFL show of the, of the year. But I would say my big piece of like bomb dropping knowledge or something that I think will make a big impact is actually for a team that I'm not a fan of, um, mm. but somebody here might be. Um, I know we have particularly one big Mariners fan here. I don't know if I've asked Adam if he's also a big Seahawks fan, but the Seahawks, uh, a lot of people say they got a, a big steal in the NFL draft, getting uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, where they did. Uh, I am kind of in that camp. I think they added to an already pretty good receiving core. I wasn't in the camp that like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are like Hall of Fame receivers necessarily, but they're good receivers for sure. Um, and a lot of teams have two good receivers. So, like I said, I thought they were like a pretty good team as far as receivers go. Adding in uh, in Jigba, that's a that's a big boost. So maybe not, maybe you don't see it immediately in year one with those guys already on the roster. But that guy's going to have a great career. Something to be excited about if you're a Seattle fan. I actually think that's that might be a big enough thing to where they make the playoffs Ooh. this year. So I don't. I'm not going to say they get the division. It's always <laughs> going to be my Niners, but. Where did where did he go in the draft? Where did he go? Like what, uh, oh, what round? What number? That he landed at exactly off the top of my head. I mean, not putting you on the uh, spot at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, uh, let's see. Where did he fall to? He fell to pick number shoot. Let's see. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't he, have he it got, off the top of my head. Okay, that's fair enough. But it's it's memorable enough where he got picked high enough. Uh, to where like he could have he, he he got you know he was he was stolen as you said, um, interesting. Well, he wasn't the uh, he was the twentieth pick, which 20, was like twentieth oh, overall. Wow. Yeah, he okay. could have easily gone in the top ten. So wow. Okay. Um, they got good value pick there, at pick number twenty okay. for the Seahawks. So yeah, I don't like mm. to to say good job for the Seahawks, but good job for the Seahawks on that one. Okay. Well, that is a little. Little drop in the preview, maybe for the football uh, shows we'll be having uh, in maybe you know the next coming weeks and months. Um, but glad to have you on the baseball show. I'm glad to have you, just the two of us. Before we get into it, uh, we have to call out our sponsors. Uh, sponsor number one, Perk Chinos. Uh, Casey and I, we have been competing who has the best butts between the two of us, and both of us 
happen to enjoy perk chinos with which makes our buck butts look extremely good uh so you know maybe maybe more on that down the road um but right now if you buy two you get one free there is a link in the description for all guys out there makes your booty look good also we are sponsored by yeet sunglasses uh so go to yeetsunglasses.com use promo code belly up for 10 percent off um, and also today we are uh, promoting still two tickets to a MLB game uh, of the year. So there is a link in the description. Uh, make sure you check, click on that link, fill out all the information out, and you'll be entered to win two tickets to an MLB game. Um, also, for every 25 likes on the show, we are doing a $25 uh, MLB gift card. Um, so make sure you hit that like button, the subscribe button, subscribe button. Uh, and we're going to be doing all that on playback, uh, playback. There is a link in the description too, to get to playback. Um, Casey, did I miss anything? Not really. Just to clarify while we're live okay. still for every 25 yes. likes while we're live. Right. Correct. Not an aggregate, like forever. That would be. Thank you for that clarification. So, that's all. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Um, I do want to kick the show off, and I was reading the MLB headlines on ESPN today, and it said D-back Zach Allen accidentally kills Bird with pregame throw. I thought that was eye-catching. I have not heard of that since the Randy Johnson, who, <laughs> uh, you know, famously killed the Bird in spring training, um casey is it weird that that doesn't i feel like that should happen more often right like i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know if i'd go that far uh i mean it happens super rarely so i i get what you mean there's a lot of pitches thrown there are a lot of birds in the world yeah but i mean like the survival of the i don't know about you i'm a believer in evolution uh survival okay. of the fittest and all that I tend to think if there were too many birds that just fly into like, especially like things flying through the air, like that's, that's where they're most at home. You, you know, when they the fly into like a glass. Are, are like talking to each other, like, Hey, like let's stay away from, from this stadium, like this field. I guess my point would be like, I don't even think they should need to like, okay. I think if you're a bird, you're like, there is something flying near me at a crazy rate of speed. I'm going to stay away from that. Cause that's insane. Like when they fly into like some, some window or a glass door or something, you know, right. that's not really part of their natural environment. You know, I get it why they die flying into those things, but like a baseball or anything flying through the air, actually like that's their domain. They should feel comfortable. They should have like a nice, like, uh, like awareness of their surroundings. And it actually would surprise me that, that birds fly into baseballs at all. What I thought was always so crazy about the Randy Johnson thing. And I think everybody feels the same way is like, what are the odds? If, if a bird is going to get hit by a pitched ball, what are the odds? <laughs> it is arguably the fastest pitcher in the game at the time. Yeah. I mean, I think he probably was, honestly. That's just was wrong. Still kind of the height of the unit. So I want I want to pull it up. I pull it up. I, I want to show this I, yeah. for oh, folks yeah. that are have never seen this before. Um, this could change your life forever. Um, <laughs> just to give you a little glimpse, but this is this is Randy Johnson in spring training, uh, and here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that bird that is just like bad timing on that bird's on that bird's spot. I have Absolutely a feeling insane. like I I don't know. I'm like 
because birds usually fly like as you know a whole crew of them right like i i feel like yeah yeah i don't know i'm i'm glad it doesn't happen more often let's say that okay <laughs> you hate birds matt i know for a fact you wish it happened more often and you're just but, lying but, to our audience about it but here's the thing is there have been other creatures on baseball stadiums before like they've had um squirrels run on the field um i cats. know cats have been cats. running on the field yeah and those but usually those are, actually are like a cat itself at least a cat that's a human right who brought a cat to the stadium right you think I, mean, I don't know i think it's a stray cat i think it's a stray cat like at the oak and coliseum i think those are stray cats Maybe. I mean, I, I guess if it was going to happen think, somewhere. You think a person Oakland brought? Through. You think a person brought the cat and then just escaped? Oof, maybe maybe. I mean, a squirrel okay. for sure. Better argument that it just got in. But I would argue maybe a squirrel is a little scrappier, climb a little right. better, could find its own way in. A cat? I'm like a house cat. I mean, a stray cat. <laughs> sure, I guess. But like, how does it end up on the field? I, it makes no sense to me. In my mind, I just assumed somebody brought a cat to the game and it got away. Like, but. That's just an assumption. Yeah. So you know what they say about that. For sure. I mean, it was, uh, the, the, I looked for a video for the Zach Allen. I couldn't find it because it was during pregame and no one's really filming pregame. But uh, you don't hear that that often. And when that happens, it's like, oh, it, that, that still exists. The birds are not talking to one another. They're not, on the, they're not in the Slack channel. They're not in the Discord. Like, they got to all get somewhere where they can communicate to be like, hey, Stay away from these these baseballs because they're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, Even though Gallon maybe doesn't get up there in the MPHs like Randy did, right. I imagine this bird suffered a similar fate. I mean. Oh, yeah. 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 That, I don't yeah, think it probably uh, turned out too no, well. Didn't didn't turn out too well. Uh, speaking of not turning out too well. I don't know if this is a good segue or not, but just roll with we it, are you still know? we are still in a time that there is quote unquote cheating still going on in in the bigs, and uh, I think I was actually watching this game live. I do want to pull up a video. I know we pulled up the Randy Johnson. I just maybe this video will help explain what we're all talking about. This is Aaron Judge. Uh, looking into the dugout, the announcers were actually calling it live. Um, and I think, see, here we go with his eyes. And Ooh. there it is. <laughs> I mean, dude, that is clear as day that he is looking over. He's looking over to his own dugout. Right. Yeah. And so he was saying that, like, Aaron Boone was uh you know chirping at the umpire for not making the right balls and strikes and stuff but right. word on the street is the pitcher was tipping his pitches and he was trying to get some some inside information from from the dugout what are your thoughts right. on is that cheating or is that just hey you got to be a better pitcher and like and and, and not give away your stuff Okay, so I'll just start off by like what I know about it. Uh, yeah, Booney chirping as Boone does. I mean, that's nothing new, right? Yeah. Um, but as far as I know, Boone was ejected already from the game at this point, right? So he's not in the dugout, just to be clear. Yeah. So um, that I think is like, it's just something to note. Um, I know that kind of there, first of all, no matter wh whether you consider 
pitch tipping and like passing off signs, whether you consider that cheating or not, I don't think that the Yankees are even going to admit to that, right? Like they don't even want to acknowledge that kind of thing. Um, so before I, I weigh in on my thing, like what do I think was actually going on? Like, because they said like he was just glancing, he heard something, he just glanced over there, right? I don't yeah. think that's what happened, right? I think I, uh, he I was agree. Being given some signs from the dugout, yeah. right? Like you pointed out, it's his dugout. Yeah, that makes sense. You aren't going to get signs given to you from the other dugout. So yeah, it, right. it all adds up. That's not something you typically see. It was pr- people spotted it really easily. Like real quick, real pause. You would only look at the other dugout if you thought signs were going to be given from the other dugout to, to the, the pitcher, pitcher. The catcher, but right, that would probably be coded in some way too. So you'd probably have yeah. To- you would have to you would have to know their signs in advance. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm so, sorry. Good. Continue. Continue. Yeah. No worries. No worries. So with Judge here, and this is probably going to be unpopular, I think, with our crowd, but don't worry because I feel like I know where this is going as well, and I might have a separate <laughs> opinion on on the next thing we talk about. But I'm going to go ahead and say this is full blown fair play. Um, if your dugout picks up on something that pitcher is tipping his pitches a lot i mean i know there's been a lot of stuff about like uh like the the glove hand lately has been like a big thing because teams have less to go off of now for sure right Right. they aren't trying to intercept signals anymore with the pitch comm so it's been cleared up and i actually think that's great because now it's made it super black and white honestly as long as you're not using something uh technology based to intercept a sign that is supposed to be just between a team uh I don't consider it cheating, basically. I mean, I can't think of a another like type of pitch tipping type of situation where I would go a different way with that. Maybe you could create one, but that's kind of how I am with it. Like we've we've agreed decades ago, a base runner on second base who does pick up on a signal from the catcher to the pitcher, if he relays that to his team, that's been fair game for forever. So yeah, yeah. when the Astros or other teams put a, a camera out in center field and they use that. And then they're actually picking those up and you're like, okay, this is crossing a line. Like yeah. we're using garbage cans and everything. That's where it gets crazy. That stuff's not happening. At least that's not like what anybody is really proposing happened. This is just good old fashioned. Like you're tipping your pitches. That's on you. We picked up on it. Sure. We're going to relay it to the batter. Like there's yeah. nothing illegal about a batter looking at his own dugout. Right. So <laughs> while it, the optics don't look great and maybe combined with another story, um, it looks especially bad. I'm going to say this incident in and of itself, Aaron Judge, at least in Casey's mind, clean, uh, approved, fair play, all that good stuff. Aaron Judge is not a cheater. Matt, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I agree with you 100%. If you are tipping your pitches so much so that the team can recognize it and then relay it to the hitter, um that's on the yeah that's on the pitcher 100 percent, and it's actually on the other team too like you have the other team has got to be like hey man like you're tipping your pitches you got to stop doing this even if you get a if you even if you go out to the mound during that at bat and be like hey they're hey he looked in the dugout because they can all watch the game from the ipads like you got to stop tipping your pitches um yeah i think that's fair play uh 100 percent that's totally totally on the pitcher um and, it, it, and so, so on that note even if even if you know what pitch is coming let's put this into perspective you're still trying to hit a, a baseball moving exactly. 90 to 100 miles an hour so yeah. like even if you have that advanced knowledge you still have to deliver now judge did hit a home run which 
you know, he's Aaron Judge though, so he has a little mm-hmm. bit like more juice than the normal. That's a player. little Monday morning quarterbacky though. Like, yeah. oh, he tipped the he got the sign, so he knows, so he hit home run. Right. I believe, I think it was earlier in the game, might have been after. I didn't see the game live, uh, but I think there was another case where you could clearly see him looking over at the dugout oh, yeah. on a pitch, and he missed. Right. Well, he swung yeah. and missed. So, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, not not every time it's going to be fifty percent success rate equaling a home run sure. when you know the pitch coming. It helps if you're Aaron Judge, though. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I, it's, so to the bigger the bigger point, I guess before, right. just in case you're moving on, is I think a lot of people who probably already hate the Yankees and already are looking for a reason to, yeah. to tear down Judge. It's like, does this in any way invalidate what he did last season? Because if, if they right. have any kind of thing going on, is that why he had such a good home run season for the first time since like the real steroid era? Right. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I wouldn't call this cheating. This is just playing good old baseball. And if look, if he had signals last season from getting pitchers that were giving away what they were throwing, then that's fair game. I mean, there are other things in other sports that people can pick up. Like in basketball, if they've run a play before with five seconds left and the other team remembers that they ran this play and they're like pretty confident they're going to run this play again, well, then like that's, you know, that's just being strategic and smarter, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I um, agree with you. Yeah. I don't think it should take away. Now, Aaron Judge is a big dude. I mean, let's get that straight. Like he's six Man. seven, like two sixty. I don't think I didn't. I didn't ever think I'd like like when I was a kid. I didn't think I'd grow up to see a major right. league baseball player who looked. Like him. <laughs> he looks out of place, kind of. He. So I mean, he could play all. He could play football and basketball, and he. I, I think we 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 talked about this, but him and Stanton, mm. yeah, they could play all. Good point. Three major sports. But on kind of on that note, same team too. Uh Domingo German suspended for sticky stuff. Ten games. Uh, this is after Scherzer just got suspended for 10 games for sticky stuff. And uh German says it is just uh he said it was just um rosin and sweat. And he did not. He did not appeal the 10 game suspension. Um, neither did Scherzer, as far as I know. Neither, neither, because there, I think there's some hoops that they have to jump through, and it's like the hoops are just not worth It's like going to take longer than right. 10 games or something like that. Um, do you feel like, with the limited knowledge that we have on it, like, uh, do you feel like it was just rosin, or do you think there was something else going on? So this is like, this is really weird. And I guess with the new rules, as I understand them, honestly, I don't know that it matters because mm. the rules as it states, or the real, as it should be interpreted, right? It's like no foreign substances are allowed, right? Besides like right. the rosin, right? But first of all, the pitchers hardly ever use the rosin out on the mound anymore. That's like... I mean, maybe every once in a while, but not that much. They mostly like rosin up back in the dugout, right? And that's why mm-hmm. these checks are so important before they pitch in the inning. It's because they'll come out with like a hand. Like, <laughs> did you ever see the movie The Replacements? Yes, it's been a while. But what are One you of referring the to? Because I, I remember, the rec- I may remember it. 
Oh, doesn't he guy, just come uh, out with like a full like love? Yeah, of, yeah. Like, he's a yeah, receiver yeah. who's like a speedy yeah. receiver. He has yeah, no yeah, hands because yeah. he's yeah, a scrub yeah. player. And the coach just basically pours super glue all over his receiving gloves. He goes, "Coach, it looks like <laughs> yeah. I just jerked off yeah, an elephant." Yeah. Like that's. Uh, I mean, I think that's kind of the situation we probably have had in the MLB for a while. Not quite that that uh, caricature-y, but I think pitchers have been using foreign substances probably in the dugout for a while. Even if it is just like a particular type of rosin or rosin mixed with their sweat because that can do a lot i know there's like one interview of trevor bauer back because he kind of spearheaded this whole thing way back in the day as far as i know and he had like in a post-game interview he had like a rosin thing in his hand and he was just mixing it with the sweat on his hands and he would he held the baseball without gra- grabbing it all just it's Jeez. tacked to his hand like this with just sweat and rosin for like a whole interview for like a two minute interview kind of thing well then like, that, okay that brings up the discussion of then we just need to get rid of rosin Right. So that's kind of where that's what I'm that's what I mean is like now the umpires don't know whether it's a foreign, quote unquote, foreign substance or not, because they don't know whether it is rosin or a mixture of rosin and sweat or whatever. Right. And I'm not just looking to, like, make it easy for the pitchers. I don't like that there's foreign substances either, but it's hard for the umps to enforce these things on like a regular basis, because like how sticky is too sticky. You're allowing some sticky stuff. Rosin gets sticky with sweat, especially. So how do you know it's a foreign substance? Did he just use too much rosin? Because I think even in the Scherzer event, or maybe it was the first Herman event, because he's had two already now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, they didn't even accuse him of like, they're like, no, 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 we know it's rosin. It's just used way too much and it's way too sticky. You got to go wash your hands, which is so weird that yeah. an umpire can just tell you to go wash your hands. And then, then this that, time, I th- that, yeah. think he just didn't. Last time he washed his hands, he didn't wash them good enough. Go back, wash them again. Like it's We're getting into a weird place. I think maybe right. getting rid of rosin... Or some, I, I don't know that this is the final like p- sticky stuff rule that we're going to have. I think we're going to. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. But it needs to be more defined. Exactly. Like there's no, there's no definition. Like oh, this, this is what's going through my head. I'm like, okay, if you're going to define like too much rosin or like what is the right amount of rosin, then the umpires need to go and like literally try like have a like a, a an example piece in the like the the locker room of 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 the umpires of like how much is too much rosin like they yeah. they have to have a feel for it but it gets too it gets too gray where that's why i'm like all right if you just get rid of the rosin and that's like black and white uh that clears up a lot of of the issues but i do feel like Hey, if you put sweat and and dirt together, it's not maybe going to be sticky, but it's going to be something or sweat and, you know, some other, uh, you know, uh, maybe the chalk on the on the field or something, (laughs) you know, players will get creative. That's that is that's what I would suggest is like maybe a departure from rosin, like something even less sticky, where if they cake it on and use a ton, it doesn't really like make it stickier. It just yeah, it can only get so sticky kind of thing. I know that the batters even are like they want the pitchers to have something to help them hold on to the ball. Otherwise, they could be getting hit more and things like that. They don't want that. They want to get pitched hittable pitches. They want the pitcher to have control. You know right. what they don't want is like the crazy spin rates so that they're getting struck out on these pitches that otherwise wouldn't even be possible um i know adam is commenting here on scherzer as far as i heard i mean maybe it's not the umps position to like say like well this isn't rosin but i think as far like i think i heard a john boy lip reading and they were like doesn't matter basically is what they were saying if it's rosin or not that's all i'm commenting on is the umps now just touch your hand they don't they don't even they aren't judging is this a foreign substance or not anymore they, they need to have, have a science. They, they need to literally have that. 
you know what needs to happen is like a sample test like on the field like a little yeah. like stick I mean, they put in and it's like oh this is green for rosin and red for not rosin or something like that. honestly i think that's what but where do you what part of the hand do you do you touch you know you just put your hands in a big bucket and it just <laughs> flashes yeah, green or works. flashes red <laughs> i mean it's it sounds silly but i think we're gonna like have to come down to something like Instant that where swap, it's just like yeah. what because even if we keep going like this or they like crack down a little harder or they wiggle it in a way that seems better like the pitchers are kind of like the tip of the spear here. Like Herman clearly doesn't mind being accused of cheating and stuff. Like this has happened twice now. And yeah. It's not that far into the season. Like he's cool with it being like, Oh, you're going to suspend me. Like, that's fine. Like I want the advantage. I will take the, the penalty. If there could be one from like trying to not even skirt the rules, just trying to like, I don't want mean to say bend the rules, but he's trying to just get away with as sticky as possible while the umps will still let him go out there so if the umps have let him go out there every other time this season besides one other time how is he incentivized to like police himself he's not you know what i mean like harsher punishments might do it and i think that might be what's needed or just more clear rules because if scherzer and him are both like you gave me a 10 game suspension okay i'm gonna deal with it Right. That signals yeah. to me they're not going to change what they're doing. They're just going to well, keep doing it. Well, it's also 10 games. That's that. only – I mean, for Scherzer, that's like two, two starts. starts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if. Yeah. Like, okay. So he's like, yeah, that's sure. That's not going to affect – and maybe – how does that impact, like, uh, you know, maybe you got a little thing going on anyway, and you're like, you know, missing two starts wouldn't be the worst thing anyway. I'm going to extra – I'm going to extra you know what just, stuff it up. You know what just came to my uh-huh. mind when we're talking about this? I'm like – I wonder how many players are – what percentage of players do you think are using corked bats? I don't know. I would – my gut reaction is, like, basically none. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know how you'd have any way of knowing that, you know? like Well, until they break their bat, right? Sure. That's, I guess that's yeah. the thing is, like, they're, they're, they can be more easily exposed – by like yeah. random luck and stuff, you know, or right. like giving their bat away as like a souvenir or even like, right. I think even the team might just do that sometimes kind of thing. Like, I don't know if a bat boy can do that or not, but like, but the, Bra- but the George Brat, the George Brat, when he had the, um, the um, uh, tar too high up on his bat and he got mm-hmm. thrown, that was like in the, I think it was the eighties. Um, but like, cause hitters, I don't know the rules on I don't know the rule. I was just thinking because there's so many so much talk about pitchers getting like caught with foreign substance sure. and stuff. And and I'm like, okay, what are the hitters doing? Because like mm-hmm. if some of those guys you, you you don't know if you have a cork bat unless like you crack it open. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder how many guys are doing that. Cause there's definitely gotta be a few. If 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 it's gonna give them an advantage, I feel like there's gotta be two to four percent of players that are trying this out at least you know um that still seems a little high to me but you do? Okay. my initial my initial guess of like zero also feels wrong too so it's somewhere okay. in there i bet and even if yeah. it's not corked it could be something that we still haven't figured out or still haven't discovered right some kind of competitive edge you know right skirting the like let me ask you this do you consider it breaking a rule if there's no explicit rule written for like a very particular case like before they had a sticky stuff rule did you consider that like spider tech like cheating there wasn't a rule against it. They just kind of well, like right. didn't want it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's no, I, I guess, no, everything goes until there's a rule written, right? There wasn't a and, rule written for steroids. 
So and with like, as big as these like, leagues are getting, as much money yeah. that gets yeah. put through these game sports betting, the contracts they earn and stuff, like that's what I mean. You can't have it on the athletes at all on themselves because when push comes right. to shove, if there's anybody else doing it, they're going to push the envelope as much as possible and just take the consequence. Like, why wouldn't sure. you? I mean, you'd be dumb not to, honestly. Right. Unless you are just like Aaron Judge and you're just, you know, ridiculously talented. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean even that, those yeah. guys, you know, they they probably, you know, they they I, I I don't know. I think it comes down to a lot of uh you have to have a lot of willpower if you're in that situation and there's so much money on the line and you're surrounded by lots of different people that are influencing you and things like that. Mm -hmm. So there are folks that, you know, yeah, they, they, they break down, they give, they, they give in. Um, but it does, it takes willpower and like, you know, your values too. Like, you know, are you going to give into this? Um, well, but, let me ask you this before we go yeah. completely into like the values of it. And cause do these guys even think they're cheating? Because Herman, for example, just cause he's the best example right now. Cause he's done it twice. Do you think that he, overly applied something like to such a drastic measure that these two times that he got checked and they said, you have to go wash your hands. Do we think that he did something like all that different from what he's done every ending he's pitched? Because I the don't other think issue so. about this is I think it's been the same crew, same mm. crew, if I'm not mistaken for all three events, I think that's accurate. I don't so think those he's... guys looking yeah, out for him i don't think he's doing no not, not even for him i just mean like just out, like how some period. guys have like tighter strike zones like are they just right. you know i i don't think he's doing it uh to a degree where he's like i'm trying to get away with it i think it's probably just this is what he does naturally but yep. he needs to tone he needs to be like okay i'm getting caught i need to pull it back a little bit even though this is where i feel comfortable but I can't keep getting caught because this is ridiculous. So I think right. he's like, yeah, I think that's kind of where uh, I think that he thinks his mind is at. Um, so this is where it poses like a, the real philosophical question in my mind is like, yes, what you just said is true. And like, if you were his friend advising him on what to do, right. that's the same advice I'd give him. Like whether you think it's cheating or not, whether it is just rosin or not, which it probably isn't, but even in a fantasy world where it is just rosin and sweat, like, okay, you would tell him to stop doing it so much. But so all the other endings he's pitched, assuming he, you know, rosined up the same way, was he cheating in those innings? Because the umps checked him and they let him go throw. So is You're are right. the umps letting him cheat or is he not cheating? And if he's doing the same thing, then like Adam just pointed out, it's not just the same ump crew. It's the same singular umpire. Yeah, he's got so a thing out I'm not saying him. he's yeah. out to get Herman. Right. I'm not saying he's out to get <laughs> Scherzer. I'm not saying he's out to get anybody in particular. But does he have a little bit of like, I'm a hardcore cop, loose cannon on the edge. Oh. Like, I'm going to, not in my town. And he's just a yeah. little too all over it. For sure. But I, you it, have to recognize, I don't think that is, I don't think, hey, look, if it's rosin and you put a bunch on and all the other umpires are, he's getting away with it. It's not cheating. That's not, you're not trying to check your moral, you know, internal clock system. You're fine. That's just one guy who's just got it out for you. And for some reason, and everyone else doesn't. So, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think that is no. I I agree with you with that. That's not um, that's not on him. Then that is on that yeah. is on that umpire for sure, for sure. And I think yeah. that's kind of. I'm not to the point where I'm going to say like 
especially because I already said judge for sure isn't cheating. Yeah. I'm not going to try to piss everybody off and say like, Herman's not cheating either. Like I'm not some <laughs> like closet Yankees fan, but that's where I'm going to say like, sure, let's say Herman cheated. He got a suspension. So I'm going to same way, like in a, in a regular court, whatever the, yeah. the jury decides, like I'm not, who am I to say like they're wrong? Like that's, that's what it was then he, he cheated. So he got suspended for games. He's going to serve the time. Shouldn't be a big deal really just like Scherzer. But like, where do we go next? Like I'm almost thinking like similar to like batting gloves. Like, do we just have like, standardized pitching gloves that are already have some like stickiness built into them or like this is just silly how we're going about it it seems like a never-ending cycle of like maybe we can get a little bit better at it but a lot of times we actually take a step backwards in policing this like it's just not no consistency one umpire is going power hungry maybe the other umpires don't want to make such a big stink about it so they're actually not they're they're particularly not going too hard about it either like it's just there's too many factors and there's too many different umpires too many different pitchers too many different uh, combinations of interactions to where this just it has to be regularized in a better yeah. way to make be like a real leap forward. That's for that's sure. my take on it for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So was he a cheater? Is that that's the final? No, question. I I don't think if it look if it was rosin, it was too much, and he didn't get caught by except for this other was one. Um, no, that's not cheating. But that's not cheating. in these instances. Yeah. In, the instances, in these yeah. instances, you, you it's isolated instances. I mean, you, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, the equivalent of, you know, maybe going not going through a stop sign, but maybe you're not stopping one hundred percent. Where some <laughs> maybe a police officer would be like, "Hey, I'm going to catch you," and then some would be like, "Yeah, like he." pretty much stopped almost so he all broke the, the rules but come on yeah man. like there's not a, like you know there's like a hard like line but it's yeah. not like you know i don't know that's kind of how and I you were a pitcher too right so like yeah i mean i definitely probably didn't lean a little bit towards the pitchers right like yeah but i didn't use i just had gas so i didn't need to use anything you know i just threw right do, by people so do you have any particular thoughts on the trevor bauer stuff at all like his whole saga, basically. We've never really talked about it before, but yeah, I imagine I'd you have, have some thoughts. I'd have I'd have to go back and re I think that was a time when I wasn't like following as much. I have to like recap on on the Bauer. I was actually just watching some stuff because he's playing in Japan right now. And I think he's picked out of the league, isn't that he's getting that rushed in Japan. in Japan. He is not doing well in Japan. So um, I feel kind of bad for the guy honestly like yeah i mean maybe i just heard like one particular side of it but as far as i know the story and the reason why i bring it up is because it's it's kind of inseparable in my opinion from from what we're dealing with now with like herman and scherzer because the mlb has kind of set a precedent and and what i mean by that is like uh bauer as far as i understand the story bauer was one of the first guys to come out against other pitchers using sticky stuff. And he, mm. as far as we know, and what he was saying, he was being so loud about it. It would be weird if he was using it at that time, right? Like, right, why would right. you be like signaling to everybody that, hey, these guys are doing it. They're cheating. We need to get this out of baseball. He was doing that for like a solid, I want to say like two years. Like I said, that post-game interview, he mm-hmm. displayed it national television for everybody to see. <laughs> and the MLB, instead of like agreeing with him and taking, you know, taking that into consideration kind of how they're doing now instead they were like shut the hell up bury this thing you're the problem like not really you're the problem yet sorry skipping ahead because when he found that the mlb wasn't going to do anything about it when he was blowing the whistle he goes i guess this is just fair use then like we can just use it right. they don't care right so he started becoming 
like the main guy using it, his spin rate went through the roof. He became kind of this like super pitcher, even though he was good before. He became kind of the poster boy for it because he was like, I'm publicly using it now because they said it's fine, basically. And then they go, we're going to make an example out of you, guy, because now you're just all but saying you're doing it. And he goes, the fact that I say I do it is what you have a problem with, not the fact that it's being used. And I think he actually called out a big problem with the MLB in doing that. And he kind of suffered the consequences for it, where mm. a lot of other people just skated by uh, who were actually the, the beginning part of the problem, where when the MLB let it slide, they're, they should have made examples of those guys. Right, 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 right. They caught they caught on a little bit too late, uh, which is you know, so I, MLB. Yeah, it feels so MLB to like wait yeah, too but long. I feel like that's all the. Uh, I mean, a lot of other sports, right? Like they don't know what's going on in the club. Fair enough. Like, Almost every you know, sport. Stuff yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I was just thinking too. I know we're staying on the subject for a little while, but the guy I mean, behind like me, it. Jackie Robinson, like when when they back in the day when they were playing Jackie and Babe and like all those greats, I mean. You you could use like whatever you could find. There were no rules on the. I mean, right. and it got and so I'm also thinking like, hmm, what if we just let it loose and just hey, you get whatever you want and just let it fly and we'll see what happens, you know? And there's no rule. I know that wouldn't take place, but back then there were no rules and they all you know pitchers did well, hitters did well. It was an even playing field. Uh, you you kind of set that even playing. I know there's an argument of like steroids, but that's like a health kind of thing, and that's a whole other discussion we've talked about a little bit. But yeah, I uh, it will continue. That's the more that's the 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 uh, conclusion. This trying to get away with different different little um, tricks and tips. Uh, as as always, this is always happening in baseball. It always will. There's always going to be something new that that comes out. Um, by the way, uh, for folks that are uh, watching, uh, make sure to click the link in the description. We are giving away two tickets to an MLB game this year. So click that link. Make sure you fill it out. We are going to be doing a giveaway. Um, so uh, if we get 25 likes live, we are going to do a $25 gift card to the MLB gift shop. If not, we are still doing a giveaway. It will be done on playback. Um, and actually... Uh, while we're on it, if you guys want to head over to Playback now, there is a link in the description. Uh, it's uh, playback.tv backslash triple cross. You make an account, uh, you log in with your TV provider, and that is where we're going to be doing uh, a giveaway um, in a little bit, maybe 10 minutes or so. Uh, we'll, we'll be getting into that. Um, so now on to some kind of like fun, cool stuff. I say was it was a little little uh, negativity here, but Mookie Betts, one of the best players in the league, um, dude, he's playing short and second sometimes for the Dodgers now, and like love it, <laughs> he's just like an all around all star utility guy. He hasn't played shortstop I think since high school. Um, he turned a double play like his first inning back. He just had a baby. He flew in and got into the game, had a double play, amazing play. And that that kind of started to get me thinking of like the all-time utility guys that have played throughout baseball. Um, I want to kick it to you. What what is someone that stands out in your mind of like, oh my god, dude, like 
one of the best all-time players ever play? Uh, man. Uh, so I think in just the amount of baseball episodes I've been on, and if people like watch hunting dubs at all, which is the gaming, uh, baseball show that I do on this channel. Um, if you follow what I say at all, you know that I love guys like this. Basically. I love speedy defensive guys. If they can hit even better, but like utility guys, what are we talking about? We're talking about speedy defensive guys usually, uh, cause you typically the faster guys, the speed translate from from uh, translates from position to position better. You got to have some some skills as well for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's kind of the prototype of guy I love. So Mookie Betts, all over, especially because he can. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I love that we're doing this segment. Before I say who the best one is, my <laughs> probably my favorite one that comes to mind is just okay. from being a kid watching the M's in kind of their historic run mode. Uh, Mark McLemore, got to give him props. Like Ooh. the dude played everywhere. And, Did he? Okay. Oh yeah. I want to. I want to look up how many. I want to see where he played. I'm yeah, curious. please do. Mark pull, pull up. Mack. Pull up. Uh, yeah. Baseball Reference and the positional values are gonna like go. They're gonna create a whole another column uh, for a couple of those seasons because I think he played a little left, a little right, probably some center at some point or another. Uh, definitely second, uh, third base, maybe some short. I mean, the real definition of a utility player. Uh, a lot of those guys don't end up playing catcher or first base all that much, but um pretty much everywhere else uh the best one i would say is well wait I before mean, you I, answer i want to go, go with mark mclemore so he played second he played short he played third he played right field he played left field uh let's see he dh'd but that doesn't really count. Count it. Uh, did, count I say, it. Did, I, did I say short already? Right field? Yeah, center field. Short. He's got center field in there. Second, third, short, left, center, right. So he's For missing sure. first base. Right. He's missing catcher, catcher. missing pitcher. And, and yeah. he never pitched. I mean, this was – I don't remember yeah. positional players ever really pitching back in the day. Right. right. Maybe I'm forgetting some. But So let's see. The, the most he played, uh, if we can break it down. So he was primarily second base – then out right. uh then well out they have outfield all total in one so second base outfield uh third base short yeah yeah he was mostly a corner outfielder because he overlapped mm -hmm. with like mike cameron uh mm, at the same yeah. time and stuff so um i guess he overlapped with like each row too though so i don't know why he played much of right field but yeah he was just the guy like he's good enough bat to keep in the lineup he's in the he's probably like the eighth or ninth best hitter on the team uh, so you want him in the lineup and he's good enough in the field to play everywhere. I mean, that's the like definition of a utility guy. And that's why he comes to mind first for me. Cause he just, the, the actual definition, plug him in anywhere. That's who I think of first and foremost, mm -hmm. even though I don't think he's technically like the best player who played like multiple positions who could qualify in this category. But who do you got? Who's your, who's your first one you think of? Um, the first one that I think of is I, I mean, I guess he was a utility guy, but like he had his moments in in years. Like he was like define center field, define second base, define catcher. I think you may know who this is, Craig Biggio. Like the dude was like a rock. And you're not you're playing up the middle the whole time. Like you're playing center field and catcher, those are like primary positions. I mean, shortstop is the captain of the infield, but second base, you could give it to them too. 
I mean, Craig Biggio, I mean, he was just like a rock, a stud. Like he was, he was quick. He, he was like a sturdy dude. That's who I think of um, as like, if I want a utility guy, I'm like, yeah, I'll take Craig Biggio. Like he can play anywhere basically. Agreed. That would actually, that would have been my, my answer. <laughs> Did I steal your thunder? Okay. No, 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 because I have plenty. Okay. These are my guys. These are my guys. Yeah. But okay. uh, I think he is the best one. And because he's a great hitter as well, better than a Mark McLemore ever right. was, I'm pretty right. sure. Um, and one, I don't, I don't think I heard you say this one. Uh, extra points for a utility guy who can pop behind the dish and play catcher, which Bijou did. Yeah. So that's like a whole nother skill set, really. Is like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I played middle infield uh, and, and caught when I played like the most competitive baseball I played. That was what I normally did was usually infield, but especially in little league, sometimes you're like, I mean, we can't have pass balls all the time. Like you're right, on a bad right, team. Right. <laughs> Good player has to go back there. So I was like, oh, this is like learning another skill set. It's like a whole other, you're basically playing hockey goalie. Like it's a whole nother thing. Plus you got to throw, which is weird. Um, but yeah, so I, I would give him the crown, honestly, too. If it was, who's the best one? I mean, he won MVPs. So yeah. That, yeah. As a, I also... Did you have another one that you wanted to call out? Oh, sure. Yeah, I can keep okay. going. I mean, uh, just because I've, I've, I've got one on the top of my he's actually a current player. I have Chris, a few, yeah. Chris Taylor on the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah, like, I mean, he, right on brand for you to pick a Dodger for sure. Yeah, but he can play. I don't think he's played catcher. He's, he hasn't pitched and he hasn't played catcher. I'm pretty sure he's played every other position, though. Uh, maybe not yeah, first. That, I think so. I think yeah. he, ooh, maybe not first. Yeah, catcher and first usually that's not like utility guy spot. Right. Uh, you might get like a corner infielder type of guy who plays a little first and third, but I don't consider those guys utility guys at all. I think you've got to play mm-hmm. three, four positions before you even come close to qual. Even yeah, I don't even know if three. I would. Qual- I think you got to play like four positions, especially because right. you could play like all three outfield positions. That guy's not a utility guy. That's an outfielder. Uh, usually not even good enough to like put him in one spot. You're like, where are we going to hide you today? Um, I guess, uh, you know, honorable mention to the other Craig, Craig council uh, back in the day, but I'll, I'll match your, your, uh, your current player with another current player who I'd have to, let's see. Uh, I'll look it up exactly, but okay. Javi Baez plays a ton Ooh, of positions. Really? Yeah. 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 Played a ton of positions mm. in his career. Um, and he is another guy who's like he's not just barely a good enough bat to where you want to keep mm-hmm. him in the lineup like a Mark McLemore. Um, the reason why I think he's like an elevated utility guy is because he's probably in the better half of the hitters on your team. At least he was, you know. Um, I don't oh, know definitely. how he's doing today. So, so he played. Uh, I pull it up. So he was primarily short, second, right. third. Did dabble at first. Played twelve games there, mm-hmm. and four games in the outfield. So yeah. yeah. So he, he's been all over the place. I didn't know he yeah. played any first. That's that one was actually That's, news. That was a, like a, yeah. Quick uh, cup of coffee at first base. Right. But, Mostly known as a shortstop, yeah. but definitely played some outfield, played a little third, played yeah. a little second. I mean, he's been all over the, all over the diamond. So look at that. Here's a uh, question and, uh, for you. A career, a career, uh, 300 on base percentage guy. At least. I mean, that's not great. Oh yeah. Here's a here's a question for you. Who do you think who do you think would be the best utility guy that is not a utility guy? Oh, whoa, interesting. Yeah. That's that's a strange one. I've Uh, got I've got my guy. Go ahead. Uh, Although although he may be considered 
a utility guy now, but I mean, you got to go with Otani, right? Okay. Well, fair enough. I mean, yeah, he's <laughs> kind of reinventing what it means to be like, I mean, he's an actual MLB two way player. That's like, I feel like he could actually play in, in a game. This would be cool if he played every position in one game. I mean, <laughs> that'd be kind of a nightmare, like logistically, like who you <laughs> shuffle around. But I mean, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they tossed uh, Shohei over at third base for like an inning or two. I'd be like, yeah, makes a ton of sense. Makes he's sense. got a cannon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could work out. You know, if he's in the bullpen or something or whatever, for whatever reason, I guess he'd be in the lineup. So I don't know why he would not already be in the lineup is the issue. But if you're, right. you know, if you're a. Uh, Third baseman goes down or whatever, and you're like, well, weirdly enough, we have no other guys who play third base on the team. Be like, yeah, throw Chalet out there, he'll do it. Um, that's a good one. I think that might be a cheat code answer. I can't think of one that's <laughs> quite as good as that. Okay, uh, fair enough. But I would, yeah, I would just say, you know, maybe like a, I don't know, some kind of, it would be some kind of speedy outfielder type of guy, or maybe actually like some. I'll go a different way with it. I'll okay. go on brand here too and just force fit an answer. I'll go with a guy kind of like a Trey Turner. He probably has played oh. a couple longer. He probably has played a couple yeah. other positions besides short, but as far as I know him, I know him as a shortstop, right? Like right. if he's played anywhere else, it's been like few and far between. But he's actually, I would go, the reason I'd say somebody like him is because he's not really known as a defensive stud. He's mm-hmm. not that like overpowered, like great defender who makes sense everywhere in the field. But what he is is a pretty good bat. Usually, I mean, he's a decent. So he has played. He has he has played second. He's played he's played center field. So uh, yeah, that does like, make. Sense. I did guess I did know yeah. he has a little bit, but still, that that still qualifies for my rule. He hasn't played for four sure. positions as far as I know. I, so I like if it. again, like you want him in the lineup at least, he's an offensive guy. So you hide him at a bunch of different spots. So he's kind of my creative. Like if you put him out in right field, you're gonna be like, what are you doing? Like no, I mean he's yeah. not. If you had a better defensive shortstop on the team, I'd be like, shortstop's a primary position. Like, oh, put the better sure. defensive guy there, bury him in the order if you have to. Trey Turner, put him at a better spot in the order, put him wherever you need to in the field to, to keep his bat in the lineup. So it'd Definitely. be a guy like that I like uh, who it. hasn't really, yeah. I like it. Um, cool, guys. Everyone who is watching, thank you for joining the show. We're going to give you a little bit of time. We're going to be doing a giveaway. I don't think we got 25 likes on our show uh today but we are still doing a giveaway on playback so make sure that you head over to playback Uh, the link is in the description it's playback.tv backslash triple cross make an account connect your tv provider um and we're gonna head over there in a second um casey thank you for coming on the show dropping your baseball knowledge which is far superior than uh, most people that I talk to. So thank you for thank you. dropping dropping the knowledge. Uh, everyone watching, thank you for joining. Head over to Playback. We're doing a giveaway. And uh, we will see you next time on the baseball show. See you guys. See you at Playback.